Get it, Rita? Mm-hmm. All right, we'd like to welcome everybody this December the 10th, Lord's Day Sunday morning, uh, to Landmark Baptist Church. We uh, had a lot of events. I had a wedding yesterday here at the church. It was a real blessing. And I had Christmas play practice here at the church yesterday. <clears throat> Hopefully having a baptism today. That remains to be seen. We don't know for sure. But we're ready. If we are going to have it, we're ready for it. If we have to reschedule, we'll reschedule. We certainly understand that. And sadly, we heard about Patrick's uh, brother-in-law passed away. And uh, we, we regret hearing that. I think the tornado that came through yesterday, I've heard two reports. One, six died. The other one, three died. But either, either one's too many. We hate to hear about that. I wasn't too far from that tornado. I was down in Franklin, Kentucky. I could see over to my left. I could say, boy, help me get on. My old truck broke down on me. I had to leave it in Scottsville. But uh, we're not worried about that. We're just glad Brother Donnie was able to help us get home. We thank God for that. We want to have a quick word of prayer, and we'll have our Sunday school lesson. It'll be in Psalms chapter number 7, and we'll get Brother Donnie to read them verses for us here in just a second. Lord, we love you this morning. Yes, Father. Thank you, Lord. We thank you this beautiful day. Lord, you've given us together in your house. Ask your blessing upon this day. Ask your blessing upon our efforts today. Bless, Lord, I pray, the teaching of your word. Bless the singing of your songs. Bless the preaching of your word. Bless the children, Lord, that you redeemed unto yourself. Lord, they belong to you. They're precious in your sight. I thank you for Rita working so hard with our little ones, Lord. Our Lord, concerning this Christmas play, we're, we're, we're so excited, Lord, to see it ourselves. It's a blessing just to even hear about it, Lord. And, and Lord, we just pray, Lord Father, your blessings upon them and upon all they set their heart to do. Make it a blessing. I thank you for her. We pray, Lord Father, for Sister Joanne. Uh, Lord, they just told me she's got to be really careful, uh, Lord, not to get sick. And we know, Lord, we're... In a day and hour, Lord, so much sickness rampant right now. And we pray, Lord, you'll help her, Lord, to stay healthy. Help her, Lord. And Father, we pray for those hostages over there being held hostage in Gaza, Lord. It it just uh, <clears throat> grieves our heart to know that someone would do something to someone like was done to them. Uh, Lord, just like animals, just barbaric, savagely attacked uh, uh, we pray, Lord, that those Hamas will be brought to justice, Lord. I, I would to God this publicly hum that they'd understand you just don't do things like that to people. I don't care what the circumstances or what the motivation was. That's why we got courts of law. That's why we got law enforcement officers. And Lord, uh, this was terrible what was done. And I pray the hostages that are still alive. Well, somehow, Lord, uh, be released, make it home. I don't know how they're going to live with the trauma they've been through, but I pray for them, Lord. And I pray there'll be some kind of reconciliation over there. And uh, Lord, help us, I pray, as a country, Lord, uh, to do what's right. Do what's right inside of God. Do what's right inside of man. Help America. I pray, Lord, to keep itself clean, Lord, from some of the things going on today we heard things we didn't want to hear about this and and lord we just pray god that the judges all lord that you'll judge faithfully in this matter and lord we pray lord father for your blessings lord upon all of those that's lost loved ones we know this will be a terrible time lord they'll have a christmas 
without one that's dear to them. We've got a lot here in this church that have buried a loved one's father. We pray, Lord, the God of all comfort would comfort them and carry them through this terrible valley. In Christ's name, we ask it all. Amen. Amen. Get Brother Donnie to read our text, Psalms chapter 7. Donnie can relate to this text. I don't know if he'll pick up on this or not, but as he reads this, he'll be able to relate to it a little bit. Amen. Okay, I want to thank the good Lord, Brother Eddie, for allowing me to be here this morning and to be in my heart and my mind this morning. Amen. As we come to give Him praise and glory today. Amen. And to learn from the reading out of Psalm 7. Okay, Amen. verse number 1. Lord, O Lord, my God, in Thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. Verse 2. Lest he tear my soul like a lion, rendering it in pieces while there is none to deliver. Verse 3. O Lord, my God, if I have done, done this, if there be iniquity in my hands. Verse 4. If I have rewarded evil unto them that was at peace with me, yea, I have delivered him that without cause is my enemy. Verse 5. Let the enemy persecute my soul and take it. Yea, let him tread down my life upon the earth and lay my honor in the dust. Selah. Verse 6. Arise, O Lord, in thy anger, lift up thyself because of the rage of my enemies and awake for me to the judgment that thou hast commanded. Verse 7. So shall the congregation of the people compass thee about for their sakes. Therefore return thou on high. Verse 8. The Lord shall judge the people Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity that is in me. Verse nine. O let the wickedness, O let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end, but establish the just, for the righteous God trieth the hearts and reigns. Verse ten. My defense is of God, which saveth upright in heart. Verse 11, God judges the righteous, and God is angry mm. with the wicked every day. Every day. Verse 12, if he turn not, he will wet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. Verse 13, he hath also prepared for him the instrument of death. He ordaineth his arrows against the Persecutors. Verse 14. Behold, he trailed with iniquity and hath conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. Verse 15. He had made a pit and digged it and has fallen into the ditch which he made. Verse 16. His mischief <clears throat> shall return upon his own head and his violent dealing shall come down upon his own pate. And last one, verse 17. 
I will praise thee, Lord, according to his righteousness. He will sing praises to the name of the Lord Most High. Amen. Thank you, Brother Donnie. I have to admit, Brother Donnie has been reading these verses, and I noticed the Sunday school uh, activity or pick up or whatever you want to call it on the internet about doubled or tripled. Uh, this last Sunday it was up like 20 uh, from what it normally is. And uh, we, we do want to try our best to get the Word of God out. We want to try our best to expound upon it. Brother Donnie just read them. And I'm going to expound upon it. Donnie had an incident this week and I thought about it uh, in the context of this yes, uh, chapter which I'll probably try to bring that out here in a second. Amen. But uh, verse 1 says, O Lord my God, and if He is your God, I tell you what, you're to call Him Lord. Mm-hmm. Uh, o Lord my God, in Thee do I put my trust Save me from all them that persecute yes, me yes. and deliver me. And uh, you know, we're, we're not home. This ain't home. Mm-hmm. We're on our way home. We get home, we don't need no more protection. Right. But down here, buddy, I'm telling you, we're persecuted on every Amen. side. Amen. Uh, in third world countries, they're coming in and they're, they're shooting the people in the churches. Uh, they're beheading the pastors. They're burning the churches, burning the Bibles. I mean, what a blessing it is to live in a country like America. Well, at least you got some rights. I mean, ain't everything right in America, but we got some rights, and, and some people uh, abuse rights, and uh, you know they call them progressives. I don't know, but uh, you know everything ain't right. Let me say it like that. But the things that are right here, in verse one, oh Lord, my God, that's a pretty good emphasis put on who He's trusting in. In Thee do I put my trust. Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. The Lord is a He's a strong defense. Uh, Psalms chapter 18. We'll read more than what we're going to read right now. But in Psalms chapter 18, verse 1 and 2, I will love thee, O Lord, my strength. The Lord is my rock, my fortress. You know, my mama, she, always, she gave my son a safe space. If he could get under the kitchen table... He could be safe. And we was all sitting around there yakking one day, Cheyenne and my, my son just went and jumped underneath the kitchen table and we was trying to figure out why he done it. Come find out he broke something back there, you know, and he was trying to find him a safe place. But uh, the Lord, uh, He's our fortress. He's our deliverer. He's our God, our strength. And in Him, David said, I will trust my buckler, something that holds you up, uh, something that strengthens you, and the horn of my salvation, and my high tower. High tower is a safe place that you can run to and be safe. And uh, when we are persecuted, it's good. Uh, in Israel, they're not even allowed to wear safety belts or seat belts. When the alarm goes off, they've got five seconds. And they said within that five seconds you don't have time to unhook your seatbelt to get to a safe place. So they actually drive without their seatbelts on in Israel because in Jerusalem because of the when the alarm for the missile attack goes off, you just gotta stop where you're at, what you're doing, either fall straight down to the ground or run to one what they got these safe place you can go inside and lock the door. And uh, you know, these verses probably have more meaning over there than they do here. But it says, Save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. 
uh, October the 7th. I really shouldn't say much about this, but October the 7th, there was a family that went into their safe place, but before they could bolt the door, Hamas jerked the door open and threw a, um, some kind of incinerator device. Uh, it was phosphorus, but it just burned everything to a crust, shut the door, and then they opened it up, and it was just charcoal. There wasn't nothing left of nobody. And uh, that's the kind of day and hour they live in. Uh, that safe place uh, is God. Uh, you know, uh, we can put a lot of confidence uh, in a gun. We can put a lot of confidence in how fast we are. I was picking up Flint one time and top this hill and a bull bellowed out at me and I took off running and I had a bull in my back pocket, two buckets of Flint in my hand, running for all a white man could run, jumped the fence with two buckets and I was expecting the bull to come through the fence and he just stopped and went to graze and made me mad. I was sitting there thinking, man, I thought I was fixing to die. But a safe place. Uh, in thee do I put my trust. That's the safest place you can put trust. And uh, save me from all them that persecute me and deliver me. Uh, salvation, Jonah said, of the Lord. Here he was at the bottom uh, you know, of the ocean. Uh, he said out of the out of the belly of hell cried I, and uh, the Lord spoke to that whale, and it spit Jonah out. Jonah said, Salvation's of the Lord. Verse 2, here's why you need a safe place. Lest he tear my soul like a lion, rending it in pieces while there is none to deliver. If you don't have a safe place or a person watching over you, uh, you know, I didn't read all of chapter 18, but I will here in just a minute. Uh, you'll be vulnerable. Uh, you know, I, I'm not, I, I don't walk around lines, but there is a rowing line that walks around wanting to devour me. And all the only reason he can is because God won't give him permission to. The devil wanted Job, and the Lord said, You can touch him, but you can't take his life. And the devil took everything Job had. Sometimes I feel I've got a little bit of Job going on, I'll tell you. But uh, uh, lest he tear my soul like a lion. If a lion ever gets a hold of you, buddy, he's going to tear you into pieces. Why there's none that delivers. I was getting dressed this morning. My wife had the TV on some kind of animal show. And it showed this. Uh, it was some type of a big cat. I don't remember if it was a cougar or if it was a leopard but it had carried its its prey up into the tree said it could carry like three times its weight carried it up in the tree there and I don't want no lion after me but yet we've got the devil like a roaring lion walking about seeking whom he may devour uh, we don't want to be torn into pieces well I don't, I don't know about y'all but I'm glad we've got one that can deliver and uh, it's the Lord, verse 3 Oh Lord my God, again he says what he said in verse 1, if I have done this, if there be iniquity in my hands, in other words he's saying, Lord I'm innocent. It pays to be innocent. Daniel chapter 6 verse 22, Daniel got thrown in a lion's den, and the king come out there lamenting over Daniel, and he said, Daniel is our God able to deliver thee? And Daniel answered said, because innocency was found in me. And against thee did I know hurt. He was innocent. And the Lord shut the mouth of the lion. 
Uh, I mean, it's one thing to be thrown in lines then, but Daniel got thrown in in lines. Uh, there were plenty of lines in there, amen. But uh, he had, innocency was found in Daniel, and he was able to make it through that ordeal. But here, if if there be iniquity in my hands, if I have rewarded evil unto him, then was it peace with me? Yea, if I have delivered him, then without cause is mine enemy. Uh, you know, all of this is kind of like, you know, if I've brought this on myself, if I'm guilty, but here he's declaring I'm innocent. He said, if I've done all of that, verse 5, let the enemy persecute my soul and, and take it. Yea, let him tread down my life upon the earth and lay mine honor in the dust. You know, um, he's saying I'm innocent. I, I've not done nothing wrong. I want to be protected. I want to be delivered. And uh, you know, sometimes we reap what we sow. The Bible says, I believe in Galatians chapter 6, verse 9, uh, God's not mocked for whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And uh, you know, if you weep, if you sow the wrong things, you receive the wrong things. Verse six: Arise, O Lord, in thine anger; lift up thyself because of the rage of mine enemies, and awake for me to the judgment that thou hast commanded. Uh, I want to read some more out of Psalms chapter eighteen. I didn't read very much of that while ago. Now I want you to listen what the psalmist said here. Arise, O Lord, in thine anger. Lift up thyself because of the rage of mine enemies. You know, I, I'm just one. And getting older and more feeble as days go by. But uh, here, I want to read some out of Psalm chapter 18. Uh, I read verse 1 and 2. I'm going to start verse 3. I will call upon the Lord who is worthy to be praised. So shall I be saved from mine enemies. Mm -hmm. The sorrows of death compassed me. He's, he's being threatened. The floods of ungodly men made me afraid. Donnie had a little bit of episode of that if some guy ran him down the road and called him everything but a Baptist. And uh, Donnie said, I have to admit I got a little concerned. But the, the floods of ungodly men made me afraid. Uh, sometimes you wonder what the outcome is going to be. The sorrows of hell compassed me about. The snares of death prevented me. Verse 6, In my distress I called upon the Lord and cried unto my God. He heard my voice out of His temple. My cry came before Him, even into His ears. Then the earth shook and trembled, and the foundations also of the hills moved and were shaken because He was wroth. There went up a smoke out of his nostrils, a fire out of his mouth devoured. Coals were kindled by it. He bowed the heavens also. Boy, we got more God than we realize. Mm -hmm. You know, God does say, try me and prove me there in Malachi. But uh, he that keeps us, the Bible says, he neither sleeps nor slumber there in Psalms 121. And uh, we're in good hands. We're in good nail-scarred hands. Mm -hmm. Jesus said... Uh, no man's able to pluck us out of his hands. And if he be for us, who can be against us? But it says here, He bowed the heavens also and came down. Darkness was under his feet. And he rode up on a cherubim and did fly. Yea, he did fly up on the wings of the wind. He made darkness his secret place, his pavilion round about him. 
where dark waters and thick clouds of the sky sound like a tornado and the brightness that was before him uh, his thick clouds passed hailstones and coals of fire the Lord also thundered in the heavens the highest gave his voice hailstones coals of fire yea he sent out his arrows and scattered them he shot out lightnings and discomforted them uh, let me read a few more. The channels of the waters were seen, and the foundation of the world were discovered. At thy rebuke, O Lord, at the blast of the breath of thy nostrils, he sent from above, he took me, drew me out of many waters. Many waters is like troubles. Uh, he delivered me from my strong enemy. I'm not able to whoop everybody, <laughs> but I know somebody is able. Amen. He's got my back. Amen. Yeah. He delivered me from my strong enemy. You know what? Those innocent people. Not doing really nothing wrong. I mean, I, I just like to say this. They were no match for Hamas. They were no match for their anger. They was no match for their, their weapons. There's no match for their strength. Uh, I heard that the Hamas, they give them a lot of drugs so that they wouldn't even have second thoughts about doing what they're doing. It's like animals, like dogs. But uh, here, uh, he says... He delivered me from my strong enemy and from them which hated me for they were too strong for me. They prevented me in the day of my calamity but the Lord was my stay. He brought me forth also into a large place and delivered me because he delighted in me. The Lord rewarded me according to my righteousness according to the cleanness of my hands. He hath recompensed me. That's what I said. This psalm just said, I'm innocent. I haven't done anything. If, I, if I've done anything to deserve this, then Lord, let it be. That's what he said there in verse 4 and 5. He said, if I brought this on myself, I'm not going to complain, but I've done nothing. You know, Brother Eddie, like you three, three four verses come, come to my mind, you know what I mean? That's what, that's what I, that, the dilemma I was in. I thought about Friday you when night, I was reading this. Friday night, those verses, yeah. exactly what... More or less what happened to me. I was in the wrong. I know I was. I didn't made a mistake. But I made a mistake. And, well, this guy... Made it personal. Yeah, he made it personal. He took, he took off after me and I said, Lord, I'm in trouble. Oh. And I, that's exactly what I said. I said, Lord, I'm in trouble. you got to help me. He's following me down the road. Yeah. I said, then he passed my door in my, in my Ely Drugs car and was waiting for me. At the end of the road, I said, Lord, I'm going to need your help. I said, this is not going to be good. Well, I got all the way down there. I put my flashers on, and, and I was in the wrong, and I, and I apologize over and over and over. My windows rolled down, and he was probably from here, this hymn book. <laughs> he was cussing and hollering, and I said, well, Lord, he could pull me out of the car. He's about to really jerk down You know, right here on, mm. a, on the road, Side road. Our Mitchell Road going in, uh, mm. in high school, you know. And, and I mean, but those verses was, I know, I know when I said that to the Lord, I know he got yeah. a hedge around me, and I know he protected me, because it could have been far worse. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh, yeah. He, he was a country man, older, little, well, a little younger than me, bigger than me, and, and a white four-wheel drive truck with a big shotgun in his back window, you know, and I thought, well, mm. I'm doing oh. it. Yeah, <laughs> Lord is. But the Lord protected me, yeah. and I, mean, I was a nervous wreck. I called my boss, you know, and, and I said, I can't do any more meds. I said, I'm so tore up right now. I can't see straight. I can't drive at night anyway, you know. And been threatened. Been threatened, you know. And, and using God's name in vain, I didn't like that at all. And, and I'll, that's about the second time in a month. The first time wasn't my fault. And I got that cussing. And I took it. I turned the other cheek. 
and let him let him do what he wanted to do, you know, and, and then I drove away. But this second time here, you know, it's my fault and I apologize. But it could have been it could have been far worse. I could probably could have been on the front page of our used to be Glasgow Daily Times if we if we still had one, you know, and, about that incident. But but I thank the Lord for watching over me and then those verses Brother, yeah, that's what I told you. I said, right <laughs> he'll be able to relate to this. You know, sometimes, I mean, the Lord's all you got, it's all you need. Mm -hmm. And I, I hate to say sometimes, but sometimes we don't rely on the Lord like we should. Hey, good morning. Morning. Come on in here smiling on a wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. Well, Lord, you know, he's a very present help in trouble. Yes. Donnie right. said, Lord, you got to help me, and that's all we got to do is say, Lord, I need some help. And, uh, you know, the Lord, he, he's our defense. He's our defender. Uh, he's, he's the one, you know, that, that you can count on to help you. Time. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I've said, Lord, you're going to have to help me. <laughs> I'm like, Donnie, I make mistakes. And uh, sometimes, you know, uh, the Lord's the only one can get you out of them. But uh, here, uh Verse 7, So shall the congregation of the people compass thee about for their sakes, therefore return thou on high. The Lord shall judge the people. Judge me, O Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity that's in me. Donnie did make a mistake, but he didn't make, uh, you know, uh, an effort to do anything, you know, to defend himself. He just put it in the Lord's hands and said, you're going to have to help me. Now, the other way you do is you pull out a gun and you're just the best man win. Uh, I was reading a little bit in the book this morning about from Brother Bill Grady. And, of course, he's he's a great man of God. He jokes a lot. And he's talking about two hit men from the mafia. So he's walking out in the woods. And he said, I don't know about you, but I'm afraid. He said, yeah, but ain't afraid it's going to be when I have to walk back by myself. In other words, he kind of spilled the beans that he's going to kill him, you know, to hit me. And, you know, he said, ain't as bad as it's going to be for me when I have to walk back by myself. He's telling I'm going to kill you. But uh, that's one of them kind of mafia jokes. He tells stuff like that all the time. But the Lord, you know, he, he's, a, <clears throat> he's a place of safety. He's a strength. Uh, he's a high tower that we can run to, a place like a set of safety. And uh, Donnie here, relating to this, an episode that he went through this week, you know, the Lord will show us, uh, you know, uh, he, he's the one that stands between us and trouble. And he said, Lord, judge the people. Judge me. Donnie said, if I've done anything wrong, I'm sorry. And, and oh, Lord, according to my righteousness and according to my integrity that's in me. And uh, verse 9 Oh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. I, I wish that could be true. And it will when we get to heaven. But I'll tell you, down here, there's so much wickedness. There's wickedness going on right now, Brother Eric. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. There's some, some little child somewhere. It's not got Rita loving on her and teaching her things of God. She's living in terror. Mm -hmm. uh, Wade Spencer wrote a song uh, about a little girl. <clears throat> I didn't know he wrote the song. I loved the song. I just didn't know he wrote it. I just found out recently that, that Wade Spencer's one wrote it. But she had to hide behind the couch. Mm -hmm. uh, her mother done drugs. Her father was drinking. You know, and they got in a big rage. And her father killed her mother. And they took his life. And uh, some people come and got her. And took her to a, to a Christian family. And and they took her to church. And when she come to church, Carolyn, she seen that picture. She said, 
I know that man. I know him. He was there and it was with me the night my dad killed my mother. There's just so much we don't understand is going on right now, but thank God he does. He was there. Amen. For her. Got her through that. And, uh, you know, let the wickedness of the wicked come. Why can't it just stop? <clears throat> we got an epidemic right now of mental illness going on in America. Uh, I, I did remember what I forgot a while ago, Brother Eric. <laughs> I remembered it when I went to open my door for Sharon. I was going to put that piece of wood there in that door and straighten that door, close her up. That's what it was. That's what I forgot. <laughs> But, uh, you know, forgetting things. Me and Brother Eric's talking about forgetting things. Yeah. <laughs> now, sometimes that's due to age, and sometimes it's due to medication, but forgetting things. Well, we got people that are abusing drugs in California just laying out in the streets. And I don't understand why we uh, either condone it or don't condemn it. Uh, but here they are, and, I mean, they're just... Plum out. They've shot up. They've snorted up. Uh, they don't even know who they are. They don't even know where they are. And uh, you know, uh, mental illness, wickedness. You think it'd be any better if we'd done away with cocaine, heroin? Uh, I don't know a whole lot about drugs. The only drug I really thing to do with was alcohol. That's a liquid drug. But I mean, you know, let the wickedness the wicked come to an end. Uh, let me see if I can find this verse here. It's in Proverbs. I hope I can find it. I mean, I can relate to it because, buddy, I had really pretty much the same thing in my own life. I think it's Proverbs 14. Let me see here. Not in it. Let's try Proverbs 23. Yeah, this is it. Uh, verse 29. Who have woe, who have sorrow, who have contentions like fightings, you know, confrontation, anger, who have babblings, you know, just talking out of the head, out of it. Who have wounds without a cause? In other words, they've not been in a fight. They just can't walk. They're so drunk. Falling over everything. Who have redness of that? I had all of that when I was drunk. Every bit of it. Uh, they that tarry long at the wine. They that go to seek mixed wine. Look not thou on the wine when it's red when it giveth its color in the cup, when it moveth itself, itself all right. It, this is the only verse we really need to read. At the last it biteth like a serpent and stingeth like an adder. You know, the end result of wickedness comes time to pay. Uh, you, you can commit all the sin. You can do all the unthinkable things. But know this, the Bible says for all this, God will bring you into judgment. Mm -hmm. I've got to give account. I'm glad my slate's been washed clean by the blood of Jesus. But how guilty I was before He saved me. Uh, the wickedness of this wicked person came to an end April 27, 1988. I mean, I traded 
condemnation and guilt for peace and joy and mercy and grace. Uh, that could be true. And I hope somebody's listening out there right now. Uh, he sets the captive free. Uh, he's the only one that can. And if Jesus sets them free, they're free indeed. Uh, there are people, I ran into that boy yesterday. I told you about picking up that boy on the side of the road named Shannon. Told you about his godly wife named Kathy with a C. I ran into him yesterday at Shell after I'd done the wedding here at the church. I stopped at the Shell station on the way home, put some gas in the car, and they were in there. And, uh, you know, still had my uh, suit on from doing the wedding. And uh, Shannon was cashing in a lottery ticket, and, and <laughs> Kathy was buying some. But when she seen me, she got red-faced. Look, that's not, you know, that's not nothing to me. I mean, if you want to do that, do that. But they didn't enjoy it as much as when Brother Eddie walked in as they did before I walked in. Mm -hmm. And uh, would to God things could just come to an end. I don't know why we can't just do right. I don't know why we can't just love right and do right. Uh, let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. Mine did. April 27, 1988. I'm a, I'm a new man now. New creature. Christ Jesus. I thank God for that, that transformation. I, I was as wicked as hell. And now I'm in the family of God. Oh my. And like I said, if there's people out there listening to me right now, Jesus says in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 18, Come now, saith the Lord. He's the Lord. Let us reason together. Though your sins be as scarlet, I will make them white as snow. Though they be red like crimson, I will make them as wool. He's got the cure. He's got the help that you need. Don't go to 10 steps. Don't go to alcohol anonymous. Don't go to the doctors. Don't take the pill. Take the gospel. I did that. But uh, go to Jesus. Give him a chance. That woman that suffered so many things there in Mark chapter 5 and finally went to Jesus was made every bit whole of that plague. And uh, you know she felt she was healed and you'll feel a little something yourself. Let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. But establish the just for the righteous God Try the hearts and reins. You know, sometimes things happen to you and you think, why did that happen to me? Well, God won't, you know, he, he, he tried Abraham off of his son Isaac. He wanted to see how Abraham would do. Now, Abraham, he's smarter than most of us Baptists. He believed that God could even raise his son up from the dead. That's written there in the book of Romans. He believed that God was able to raise him up from the dead. He staggered not at the promises of God, took his son up there, drew back his daggers, fixing to kill Isaac, and God said, Abraham, withhold thy hand from thy son. God didn't want Isaac, he wanted Abraham. But he tried him there. He, he's the one that tries the hearts and reins. Sometimes God will give you an opportunity to see what you'll do with it. It's always right to do right never right to do wrong sometimes opportunities people giving Donnie money while he's out delivering medicine he says I hate that I said you know don't deny them that blessing they want to give you something one guy gives him some money I'm going to name no names or nothing but 
But you know, uh, they gave me money doing that wedding yesterday. I didn't ask for it. They gave me some money. I'm glad to get it. Had enough gas to get home. Thank God for it. Amen. But uh, hey, sometimes God uh, tries you uh, in situations where you do what's right. And I hope you do. Let the wickedness of the wicked come to an end. But establish the just for the righteous God trieth the heart and reigns. God may try you a little bit. See what you'll do. And I hope you do right. It's a blessing when you do. I'll pick that boy up. Brother Wade, uh, we all question sometimes why did this happen yeah, to me? Yeah, that's a good, good. You know, like me, I think, yeah. why did this happen to me? You know, how did this? But th to me, it just makes me a stronger person inside. That's a good point what Carolyn just said there. You remember Joseph? He got sold and came a, became, a, you know, a, a servant to Potiphar and then ended up being in the throne and he confronted his brothers and said, you made it for evil. God made it for good to preserve life. Sometimes things don't make no sense. I mean, here he is. He got a coat of many colors. His brother jealous. He hated him. Sold him to be a slave to Potiphar's house. Potiphar's wife accused him of making a move on her. And he got put in prison. And the prison met the baker, met the butcher. And, and you know, he ended up second to the throne. Sometimes you get tried. That's a good point, Carl. We don't never know. I mean, Rachel went to God. Why am I thus? And God said, two nations in your womb and the elder's going to serve the younger. Sometimes you just get tried. Yeah. I don't understand it all. I don't. Tempted and tried We're off made to wonder Why it should be thus all the day long. I'm just telling you, sometimes you're going to be tempted. Sometimes you're going to be tried. Tug and roll, that's what I say. <laughs> Tug and roll. My defense, verse 10, is of God. You know, Job said my record's on high. God's got a pretty good record, Brother Eddie. Brother Eric, he knows, he knows my thoughts. I fall off. He knows my sitting down, my rising up. He knows every stinking thing there is to know about Brother Eddie. And I'm glad he don't reveal nothing. I'm glad, praise God, he don't go tell it uh, on the mountains. Amen. My defense is of God, which saveth the upright in heart. God judges the righteous. And God is angry with the wicked every day. You know, uh, the Bible says, you know, the way of transgressors is hard. And sometimes, I, 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 I don't know, I'm going to get through this lesson day or not, but I remember a man I went to church with, Gary Crumpton. He's like Brother Jerry, very, very gifted musically, and he could play the guitar real good. Wrote a song, Have You Talked to Your Neighbor About God? And, and wrote it. They'd sing this song, you know, a Little Cabin on the Hill, and they'd done a really good job. But uh, Gary, he just never would let some things go. And God would chasten him. And he'd come, I'm sorry, go to the altar. And it would be no time, he'd be back again. He had a guitar he wouldn't have took a million dollars for. I just got to tell this real quick. Anyway, he had a, he, he's drunk. Taking a little bit of the wrong stuff. Kind of out of his head. Wrecked his truck. The guitar was in the bed of the truck. And it broke the guitar. He cared more about the guitar than he did anything else. But we were all looking like, Gary, what's it going to take? And it wasn't too long we had Gary's funeral. Uh, and the Bible said, whom the Lord loves, he chastens. And, and if we endure chastisement, 
you know, happy are we? It ain't no fun to be chasing of the Lord. But we watched God chasing Gary and we watched him and he would try, but he just couldn't let some things go. And the Bible says, you know, we're taking that, won't be condemned the world. There's no condemnation for Christ. Gary had everything right. He'd been in prison, he'd been in jail. I'm telling you, he just had a problem, he couldn't let it go. And God said, I'm gonna help you with that problem, boy. Take him home. God is God judges the righteous. God is angry with the wicked every day. Or if he turn not, he will whet his sword. He hath bent his bow and made it ready. Proverbs chapter 29 verse 1. He that being often reproved hardeneth his neck shall suddenly be destroyed that without remedy. Now that's, that's not talking about children of God. That's talking about people you know, they just don't want, they don't want nothing to do with God. I'm praying for a man right now that I work with. And he won't let you talk to him about God. And we've corresponded quite a bit. And I, I can't quit praying for him. I, I know I should give it up, but I can't. Young man, he's sarcastic, full of himself. Uh, you know, be honest with you, Brother Eric, he's born smarter than he is right now. Education may have ruined him, I don't know. But uh, he's not only affecting himself, he's affecting his family. And I would to God he'd give, give it up, get saved. I wish he would. If he turned not, God said he's wet his sword. He's bent his bow, made it ready. God just gives so much time. He gave Jezebel space to repent. Revelation chapter 2 verse 21. And he went on to say, and she repented not. That's terrible to have this much room to do something and didn't do it. And that's kind of what's going on here. Verse 13, He hath also prepared for him the instruments of death. He ordained uh, his arrows against the pros. He ordaineth his arrows against the prosecutors. You know Hebrews chapter 10 verse 31 says it's a fearful thing fall into the hands of the living God. You can laugh down here. You can make jokes down here. Uh, you know, a lot of people are graduating right now. Life. And I'm sitting there thinking some of them been, I mean, well-known atheists, mock God, make fun of God, got so much money, they, I'm telling you, they just uh, filthy rich. Bible said, what would it profit a man if he gained the whole world and lost his soul? Having to stand before God and give an account. Man, I'll tell you what, I, I might be poor, but praise God, the Bible says, I'm poor and needy, yet the Lord thinketh on me. God thinking on me every day, amen. Hallelujah. God is going to bring the rich and the poor into judgment. I've already been there, done pleaded guilty, done been forgiven, done been redeemed, done been pardoned. But those that are contrary, those that just won't turn, those that just won't listen, won't let God be God, God's given them space, pretty soon they're going to run out of space. Behold, he travaileth with iniquity. You know, the Bible talks about the mystery of iniquity doeth already work. And here's both of those words in this verse right here. Hath conceived mischief and brought forth falsehood. You know, uh, they've got so good at, lie, at lying, they can lie to anything. Man, they, they perfected in politics. I've never seen such uh, professional liars. And they get caught, they just act like it's nothing. Uh, Bill Clinton got called in a lie, and I remember his answer was, I was politically correct. 
when I made that statement. And I'm sitting there thinking, oh, if you say so, buddy. You know, he denied and he got caught. I was politically correct. That's where the first time I ever heard the term politically correct. He made a pit and digged it and fallen into the ditch which he made. You remember Haman made that <laughs> that gallus up in front of his house, you know, to hang Mordecai on, end up getting hung himself. That's kind of what this saying. He made traps uh, for others and end up falling into the very trap that he made right there, verse 15. His mischief shall return upon his own head and his violent dealings shall come down upon his own pate. Uh, like I said, Galatians chapter 6, verse 7, God's not mocked whatsoever man soweth, that shall he also reap. And uh, I read the wrong one a while ago, but Proverbs 23, 32, which is what I meant to read a while ago, uh, it says, At the last it biteth like a serpent, stingeth like an adder. When you end up paying for the mistakes you made, uh, it won't be so funny then. Uh, Fools make a mock at sin. The jokes will stop. The laughing will stop. Verse 17. This is climax for the child of God. I will praise the Lord according to His righteous. And will sing praise to the name of the Lord Most High. I'm glad God gave us an expected end. I'm glad God's in control of Eddie Wade. Eddie Wade didn't do too good for his 34 years. I'm doing pretty good these last 35 I'm glad I still can't believe I was able to balance the books on any weight. I'm glad I was able to live more for God than I did for self, sin, and Satan. But uh, I'm glad, you know, that you know the Lord is the one that makes that difference. The Lord's the one that can purge us and cleanse us and, and build in the house. Psalm 127 verse 1 says, Except the Lord build the house, they that labor to build it labor in vain. He began a good work in me April 27th, 1988. He might still be working, but I'll tell you one thing, looking back, boy, he's done a pretty good job so far. Amen. <laughs> All right, well, we'll shut it down right there. Anybody got any comments there on Psalm chapter 7? Thank you for reading the scripture, Brother Donnie. In life, just remember, there's only one safe place Trust in Him. Yeah, Father, thank You for this lesson this morning. Amen. Thank You, Rita, for live streaming it there.